0: Hi, and welcome to Leitrim Daily. My name is Brett Nearly, and you're listening to episode 226 of the podcast. It's the sports roundup show after a very busy weekend of sporting action up and down the county. Today's episode is brought to you in partnership with Pete's Sandwich Bar on Park Lane in Carrick on Shannon. More on them later in the programme. Now, it was a busy weekend in terms of the county semi finals taking place in Parkshaw McDermott all weekend at senior and intermediate level while the ladies also finished their semi-final round with the refixed game between Ballinamore and Kilt More on all of those games later on in the day. There was, of course, also the matter of a junior semi-final in ladies football to be played between FINA and Glencair Hamilton B. In terms of the Sligo Leitrim Soccer League, it started this weekend. The first round of fixtures were played in both the Super League and the Premier League, and thankfully, Three Leitrim clubs in action. Mixed bag results. One win, one defeat, one draw for the three sides in action. And that we'll be talking to Thomas MacDonald of Manor Rangers later in the programme. In terms of the National League, mixed bag also at that level Four Leitrim athletes. Niall Morhan involved in Sligo Rovers. Scoreless draw at St. Patrick's Athletic on Saturday evening. But on a personal note, very disappointing to pick up a second yellow card very, very late in the game and get a bit of an early shower. Derville Byrne involved in Piemont United's 2 1 win at the weekend, and they now sit in second place, one point off league leaders Shelburne, while Myrne Devaney scored the winner in the 3 2 victory over the Donegal League for Sligo Rovers under 17 girls team in their league game this weekend. We have, I think, 19 different guests on the show, 20 different guests on the show today covering all the gamut, most of all to do with the senior and intermediate semifinals in both men's and then the senior semi-final in the women's football as well. We'll be hearing from the managers and players from across all of the teams involved in those particular competitions. We will start with the rundown of the fixtures from the weekend in terms of the results of the weekend. Should I say it? and we had a very busy schedule at senior and intermediate level but the first action of the weekend was actually underage football and two games of note played in the underage grades over the weekend they were the two county finals at minor level in the Division 2 final, we had the clash of northern rivals Glencarg, Manor Hamilton and Melvin Gales and it was a, a fairly straightforward victory in the end for the town side of Manor Hamilton. 3-17 to 1-6, the final score in favour of Glencarg, Manor Hamilton. That game played in St. Osnitz on Friday evening while on Saturday at morning over in Ballinamore, St. Mary's, Kiltard and Alan Gales did battle. St. Mary's had gone into this game In search of three championships in a row, but it wasn't to be on the day. Alan Gales, a very solid performance, and they won by four points on a scoreline of three goals and ten points to three goals and six points. A fairly high scoring game. By all accounts, didn't make it myself, but I did hear it was a a fantastic game, and both clubs would be looking forward to having some players coming through there as well. Of course, Alan Gales also involving Ballon Naglera in that particular setup. So good times ahead for that particular group of players coming through to senior level. And I really from point of view of Allegale's performance at senior level this year and even Ballon Naglera's performance at senior level. They'll be very happy to get that particular group of players eligible to play adult football next year. In terms of the Senior Football Championship, of course, two games played. One Saturday, that was Fina St. Colliens 2-7, Mughal, GA Club, one sixteen. A very, very good game. Six points between them in the end, but I think that probably doesn't quite do Fina uh, justice in terms of the actual performance. Mughal were the stronger side, though, and do, do progress on merit to the county final we'll be hearing from their manager Liam Keenan and Keith Byrne later in the program while Donald Wren and Joe Flynn will be telling us all about the point of view from the FINA camp after their championship came to an end Sunday, of course, pitched up the defending champions, Glen and Manor Hamilton, against this year's surprise package in St. Mary's. It wasn't to be for Manor as they went in search of a, a defence of their title they won last year. Seven points the margin of victory in the end, 214 to 13 points the final score with St. Mary's securing their place in that final with Mull in two weeks' time. So, congratulations to both those sides as they progress to the showpiece in two weeks time now at intermediate level a blistering start from Anadouf where they scored three unanswered goals in the first eight or ten minutes of the game on Saturday afternoon against Carragallan saw them just about hold on unbelievably bad conditions in terms of the wind and it played an absolutely massive effect and it was a, a calamitous first goal we won't talk about it too much but anyone who saw it will be well aware of what I'm talking about it was just yeah, calamitous, but scored into a virtually empty net from about 30 yards. A bullet of a second goal from Anaduff, and then a fantastic close-range effort from Sean McNabola. Uh, so, Anaduff take that three-goal lead in the first couple of minutes of the of the game. And really, it was just a case of Carry Gallen, who were probably the stronger side over the rest of the game. Just didn't have enough time to claw back that nine-point deficit. They did ca- claw back most of it. Uh, the final score finished up 4-5 to Anaduff, 2-9 to Carry Gallen. So just two points in it in the end. And Anaduff did score the last point in injury time. Which it was a one-point game leading up to that. So unlucky in the end in terms of Kerry Gallen's performance. They really did leave it behind them, but Anaduff will be counting their blessings. They're in a county final, and anything can happen in a one-off game. If they play like they did on Saturday, they will struggle to get the better of their opponents in two weeks' time for the final law, and that, of course, will be Gortletra after they overcame a spirited Drummer Hare performance, four eighteen to two fourteen, and it was very like a game in the group stages where Gortletra raced into an early lead And Drummer pegged them back and just fell a bit short. This time, it actually was the reverse. Drummer held that eight-point lead at the interval. Really looked solid. Never looked like they were going to be in trouble. Although, Gortletra had other plans. Came back, pegged them back to actually take the lead late in the game before a Keane-Clinton goal brought Drummer level and secured extra time for both sides. Now, there was a bit of controversy with the goal. The referee blew his whistle as he was kicking the ball. The ball ended up in the back of the net. Gortletra reckoned it should have been a free... Drumherr quite happy to take the goal. Um, Patrick Flynn, the the match referee, allowed the goal probably fairly, I have to say. A lot of people criticize referees at times, but I think he got the right call. Yeah, he got the right call. Absolutely got the right call. Drumherr forced extra time, but just didn't really have it in the tank. Gortletra's probably stronger fitness just did pay off, and uh, they had a a fairly comfortable 10-point margin of victory. After 10 minutes each way of extra time. 4-18 to 2-14 the final score. Uh, very disappointed from a drummer hair point of view. After battling so hard to get back into the game when all looked lost in the original 60 minutes. Of course two adult games to be played in ladies football this weekend as well. It was due to be an off weekend but because of the postponements the previous weekend. Two games did take place on Sunday morning in Leitrim Village. At 11am on Sunday morning Ballinamore and Kilthubbard. Met uh, in the semi final that had been refixed. It was a tighter affair than most people would have expected, particularly any neutrals or people outside of the Kilthubbard camp who really didn't expect much from Kilthubbard, but they did show up and show up in spades. They were right in the game until the closing stages. Again, a fairly strong wind. Balnamore, a, a great start for Kilthubbard. Ballinamore pegged them back and, and led comfortably at half-time but Kiltubber just came out in the second half and really gave it a go and brought it to within a single score three points to margin at one point very late in the game and just Balnamore got those two vital scores a point and a goal from Emma McGovern with literally the last kick of the game put seven between them at the end we'll be hearing from Katie Degnan and Conor Hart and also from Kiltober Sinead Thai later in the programme an exceptional performance from Kiltober, particularly given the situation between the two sides earlier in the year when Balnamore won much more comfortably and it was a great performance and really uh, a pride builder for everybody involved in Kiltobard uh, in terms of they ha- they definitely put themselves in as as the definite number four in the Leitrim football this year. They're, they're one of those teams that can compete and uh, they aren't quite a spent force like many, including ourselves, may have called them over the years. A great performance from some very young prospects in Kiltobard and great to see them develop and I suppose the fact that they got five or six Decent level championship games this year really will stand to them, and it's it's great format change with the ladies. It'd be interesting to see if they keep that for next year. It really has worked exceptionally well, and I think Kiltubrid performance on Sunday morning is testament to that experience of playing high intensity, full throttle championship games. So well done to Kiltubrid, but I suppose even bigger, well done to Ballinamore. They've secured their first ever senior championship final. It's a huge achievement for a, a club that really has only been around. Uh, the best part of a decade or so at our at level so uh, they've really come on in leaps and bounds and they go into the final with manner as equals it's very hard to call that particular competition how it's going to fare out in a couple of weeks time but because we'll have the pleasure of doing that on for Sunday's game and they play I think at three o'clock is the game I haven't quite got it confirmed yet but it's down for three o'clock in Park Sean on Sunday afternoon that game of course to be confirmed in terms of timings uh, so keep an eye out on social media for all of that information. And of course, LeitrimLGFA.ie website will also uh, bring you up to speed on all of that later in the week. And at ladies football junior level in the semi-final, that was refixed really from the previous weekend. Also, Fina edged out Glencar Manor. ...by a single point at the death of the game. three ten to two twelve. the final score in favour of the FINA girls... ...and they'll progress to the junior final... ...where they play Drum Kieran... ...and what promises to be a very exciting game... ...for everybody involved at that level. Probably a little bit against form... ...but a fantastic performance from the FINA girls... ...sees them into the county final. Congratulations to them. I suppose Glencar Manor uh, will be disappointed... ...because they've put a huge effort into the junior championship this year... ...but they will be, I suppose allowed to progress now and uh, enjoy the senior championship final in on Sunday in Park Sean so uh, they still have something to keep their interest levels up in the club for the next few days at least in local junior soccer over the weekend, the return of the Sligo, Leitrim and District Soccer League was a big plus for the soccer teams of the county. And they number three this year after two last year. Drum have added themselves to the roster at local level and it's great to see an extra team in the county. Of course, Manor Rangers, they started their season on Sunday morning in the B Park in Manor Hamilton with the visit of the Beach Boys, Strand Celtic to the B Park. And the visitors opened the scoring on 16 minutes, courtesy of a Mark McGoldrick strike, while Alan Hickey scored in the second half to level it off again, before Mark McCallan rifled home 13 minutes from time, where it looked like Strand Celtic might just snatch all three points. But uh, 16-year-old Patrick Montgomery hit a superb equaliser for the Manor Hamilton lads six minutes from time. So a great result in the context of the of conceding late on in the game, but uh, they'll be disappointed in Manor Hamilton about that result uh, because I suppose already, even though it's only the first game of the season, it's points dropped and they're hoping to, to emulate last season's title push and maybe even go one place further. In terms of the other results, Real Tubber had a 3-2 victory away to Ballymote Celtic. Cliffany Celtic beat Ballast United 3-1, while last season's league title winners at Carberry beat Ahana Celtic 2 1. Our Harps drew 2 all with Merville, while Cartran United, with a whole load of new players, including one rather notable player, Emlyn Mulligan, who might be familiar to a lot of listeners, they had a 2 1 victory over MCR in Sligo at the weekend. In the Premier League, in the Sligo Leitrim District League, two Leitrim sides in action. The new boys, Drummer Hare, had a tough day at the office, and of course, they also had a clash. With Drumhair GA Club's semi final on Sunday afternoon in Carrick. Drumhair FC's game kicked off, their first ever league game kicked off at 2pm in Drumhair while the GA team threw in with the number of their, I suppose, their maid players playing on the Gaelic football team. That game threw in at 1.30 in Carrick and Shannon. And unfortunately for Drumhair, their coaching staff and their players haven't worked out how to play at two different places at the one time. It's a bit disappointing given the small number of sporting events that we have in the county at the moment that we weren't able to accommodate both of those games to take place and let players have the option or the possibility of attending both particularly given the the nature of it. That's that's quite disappointing but a 7-1 defeat Drummer at the hands of Kulani uh, not the way they would have hoped their season started but I suppose on a positive note things can only get better from here so uh, well done to Drummer just to feel the team uh, to be out to be active to be in the league and I'm sure they will pick up points as the year progresses but as we spoke to their manager last week David Downs he just wants to to be there and to, to create that culture and create that club within the community and the very best of luck to them doing that. I think they will uh, they will have better days than last Sunday afternoon. Carrick Town, they had a good win away. Gertjean Celtic, a 3-1 victory against Gertjean, and they'll be happy with that. It puts them in a solid position, joint top of the table, just behind on goal scored. St. John's had a win away at Kilglass and a scrone, 5-3, while Glenview Stars beat Baligali Celtic, 3-1, and Callery Bowes beat Chaffpool United, 4-2 on that game on Sunday morning as well. In terms of the scores for Carrick Town, they came from a Shane Byrne penalty, Ryan Duarte and Dara Hensey, while Gertjean scored once with a fine goal from Dylan Walsh. In terms of Drummer Hare, their first goal did come from Sean Conlon and though it won't be a day they'll want to remember for long. Uh, their first goal in competitive fair, Sean Conlon, congratulations to him. But we won't talk about the other side of the draw. Seven goals, but a uh, tough day at the office for a drummer here. It does leave them bottom of that first division, the Premier League, in terms of uh, the competition. And as we said, Carrick currently in fourth place in that table, but effectively all the teams up there more or less at the same three points. It's very early to be talking about league tables in those competitions. In the SSE Electricity, Leagues like Rovers made the trip to... Sa- in the SSE Airtricity League on Saturday evening, Sligo Rovers made the trip to St. Patrick's Athletic to Richmond Park and were unfortunately thwarted in their attempts to continue their fine form. 0-0 in what was a pretty poor game by all accounts, uh, leaves Sligo Rovers in 5th place in the league overall and uh, leaves Pats struggling at the bottom of the table there in 8th. just. A couple of points, four points ahead of the relegation playoffs. So Sligo uh, unbeaten again. It's uh, it's been a great return to the league action, but unfortunately, from a Leitrim point of view, Niall Moran, who has been a vital part of that Sligo revival, uh, didn't finish the game on Saturday evening. Picked up a second yellow card late in the game and left. Spent the last couple of minutes maybe in the shower ahead of his teammates. Uh, red card for Niall, unfortunately, on Saturday evening. So uh, that won't be one of his proudest moments in a Sligo jersey, but. At the same time, a team that was struggling early on, they've really picked it up, and that's only one defeat in the last seven league games for Slager Rovers. So, well done to everybody in the showgrounds. In terms of lo- other local t- teams, obviously Longford Town had a one-all draw with Drogheda United in a tabletop and clash in the first division, both teams still in the hunt for that league title, seven games to go in that league title race, and Longford just three points off Bray Wanderers at the top of the table, draw United currently two points behind Bray in second place, Longford in joint third with UCD and Cabin all very, very tight at the top of that table, and of course in the Women's National League, Dervila Byrne of Mull again in action for her Piedmont United Club, they had a 2-1 victory over Galway United, a fantastic strike from Karen Duggan, it's on our Twitter account if you want to go back through the weekend's action and find it, it's uh, it's well worth searching out, uh, that was the winner, 2-1 and Derville and her teammates back to one point off the top of the table after six games in that league campaign, the one defeat to Wexford, the only blip on their copybook so far this season, so they're having a, a really, really good year in Derville, of course a, a pivotal part of that particular campaign. At underage level, Myrne Devaney involved in Sligo Rovers' under-17 women's 3-2 victory against the Donegal League on Saturday afternoon. She scored the third goal in a 3-2 victory and she'll be delighted with their opening start to the season. They've played two games so far. The COVID affected slightly for the first couple of games, but they're four points from their opening two games and that will be a very positive start for the bit of red girls. Anyway, let's get on with the rest of the programme. And of course, we have plenty of reaction after games from those taking part in them over the weekend. We're going to start off with the Senior Football Championship and we'll take them maybe chronologically through the weekend. We had Mohal and Fina on Saturday afternoon. After the game, I caught up with the two managers, Liam Keenan and Joe Flynn, but also with Mohal's Keith Byrne and Fina's Donal Wren. Donal Wren, disappointing day?
1: Yeah, very disappointing um. You know, I think we prepared very well for it and um, we've had a good year up to today but um it just wasn't to be I think you know, maybe a little bit of uh, a lack of experience maybe showed on our part but um, I suppose we came up against a very strong local team and, and they do play a nice brand of football and uh, they play a fairly smart game as well and we just struggled to break that down but uh, yeah, disappointing alright
0: in terms of today's game I suppose it is it's still a very very young FINA team it won't be the last time we see a lot of those players at this stage of the championship what do you take out of the year so far
1: um, yeah look I suppose it's it's great for, for the younger guys I think our average age on the certain on the team today is probably around 21 or that um, I think I'm the oldest at 26 as people keep reminding me but um, so look we've had a good year we've been competitive I think um, I do think even though we are well off at today I think another day a week we could compete um, much more strongly than that Moll team so look I think going forward we fancy ourselves as, as a title contender every time um, the championship is, is, is starting off so yeah a lot of confidence I suppose is what is what we'll take out of this year Um I suppose we have now got the potential or we feel we have the potential so it's just a matter of pushing that on now over the next couple of months and years. In terms
0: of those players coming through, is there anyone that excites you to play alongside over the next couple of years in particular? Obviously, we know some of the, the bigger names, but maybe the non-county players that we might be familiar with. Who has impressed you from that group of players?
2: Um,
1: yeah, I suppose there's a couple of standouts, but um, I don't want to put pressure on anyone by, by calling them out. But, um, I suppose Conor Doyle and Mark Egan, I think, have really stepped up this year. Um, but, like I mean, you know, it's, it's not fair to just single those two out. One you know, with There's has huge potential there. Um, and then you have even younger guys, Conan McGovern, Fergal and Lachlan. Um, you know, it's an Jesus, the talent that's there. Um, you know, if they just can just, I suppose, stick at it and and keep um, keep training the way they have done this year, and keep progressing the way they have done this year, then um, there'll be a, a formidable enough opposition in in a, in a couple of years' time.
0: 2020 won't be Fianna's year, but I suppose you can look forward to maybe a couple of years down the line where you can come to this stage and maybe ha- be in the opposite position, looking forward to a county final now, but hard luck
2: today, and uh, thanks for having chat with me. All right, Buffy. Cheers.
0: Joe Flynn, your
2: thoughts after that defeat? Uh, very disappointing um, to come out the wrong side. Um, it was maybe... The six or seven minutes either side of half time uh, really cost us when we had when we got the, when we got a goal to uh, kick to go. I think two points up as opposed to kicking on. We just we didn't get the scores we needed. Even at, even at the start at, at half time, we we're five points down uh, with a gale force breeze. We thought we might be in a position to knock over a few scores, get the scoreboard ticking over. But it was actually Moolah who did that, and that was really the win in the game. We started chasing the game then. Uh, Mohul could get their formation set up strong at the back so we weren't going to break that down but fair play to Mohul they're every bit deserving of the victory and uh, FINA will just look forward to next year
0: I know it's very raw it's only a few minutes after the final whistle but in terms of the season
2: so far are you happy with where you finished up? I, uh, absolutely it's been a fantastic year for the, for the club um, we've blooded a few players they've got a taste now of what uh, Championship football is it like, and they've got that t- they've, they've now tasted uh, a defeat in the semi-final. And that's, that's tough to swallow, but it's also a great opportunity for the, for the players to learn and to uh, realize what, where they need to make up the gains going forward into the future. Um, so the talent is there, so we just have to make up another few percentage uh, gains to, to compete with the likes of Mahal uh, going forward
0: in terms of the conditions obviously we can hear probably hear it on the microphone here but it's
2: it's quite windy it's a, been a blustery day did that affect the game at all or um I did yeah um. It was the ball was carrying in the with the breeze, and I think we just started forcing forcing the ball. If if we had gone through the hands, what we're really good at, um, if we had gone through, done that a little bit more, we could have opened up, uh, created a few more opportunities. As opposed to that, the ball was been holding up in the breeze uh, and just carrying over the end line for for. Uh, kick-outs and wide or whatever wide or whatever it was but it, it did Mohul probably dealt with it better in the first half with the cue play or getting marks and uh, just popping the ball over the bar uh, we, we weren't we weren't as fortunate as that
0: In terms of the game what would you say was the major difference between the teams the experience of the, the kind of
2: the wily Mohul campaigners uh, I, th- I think I think it probably was if you were to get technical on it i think around the mid around the the kickouts on on the break and ball uh mohol really dominated for a period there that was that was a big difference um and it definitely exper- the experience of the mohol team uh was a major factor they were they were controlling the game uh they controlled the game uh with the when when the when the breeze was against them and it was hard to get the ball back off them so we were just frustrating us and uh they they deserve the win, as I said.
0: Now a name came up on your team list that I hadn't seen associated with you before, Dave Passmore,
2: uh, well known in Irish hockey circles. What's his role within the side? Um, he, he's I suppose David, David he's uh, he does a lot of fishing around round Leitrim, so we just we got him we got him involved just to have a, nearly a, like in a consultant role uh, to to get the heads right. Um, he's been a big uh, asset when it come in terms of uh, stats. Uh, so that's he's himself and his son. In all fairness, he helps out as well. So he's got a, got some stats software in place, and that's been it's been great. It's been just we're just trying to build a a, a bit of a, a, a level of a, nearly like a performance, uh, just a le- to get that level of performance. We're just trying to work to that higher standard, and uh, Dave brought that. As in, he he gave me notes on games, and we just try and take that on board and see at trainings. And he's been great to have.
0: Yeah, he's probably a name that will be unknown to a lot of our listeners, but he's heavily involved in Irish hockey over the years at a, a very, very high standard. The Irish women's team, I think, Irish if, team, yeah. if um, memory serves me right, uh, from a former life. But listen, Joe, hard luck today. Um, well done on everything you've done with FINA this year, and I'm sure you'll be back on that sideline for FINA next year. Is that uh, decided yet? <laughs>
2: well, yeah, ho- hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Um, I'm saying I'm up in Dublin the whole time, it's, it's uh, the, one, the one drawback of training a team at home, but listen, it's been such an enjoyable year. I'd uh, look, hopefully. Hopefully we'll, we'll kick on next year and it'll be himself and Conor back in place again. And thanks to Breffney for all the interviews all throughout the year. You're doing a great job for Leitrim G.A. and uh, long may it continue with you.
0: Thanks very much. Joe. Okay. Keith Byrne, your thoughts after that game?
3: Yeah we're delighted Back in the county final That's where we feel We should be That's where we work out That's where we aim for Every year We sit down We say lads Look look at the panel we have The players we have We need to be Contesting county finals Every year So we just try and drive on Every training and aim for it And you have to get there Semi finals are very hard won And we've won it So now we look
0: forward To a final You've been well renowned as a free taker over the last I suppose over your whole career in, in the county here in, in club football, but you've really added an extra dimension to your game in terms of open play. Is that a specific plan or just a kind of a as you're getting older and wiser?
3: No, it's it's something I've always had, like I was away the last two summers, so in seventeen I was I was scoring a good bit from play and now I'm back again this year taking it serious and going for it and it's just coming back into my game.
0: How are you enjoying the season so far?
3: Oh loving it, like it's football like you you grow up playing football, you want to play football, you want to play championship football and we're playing matches ticking fast and that's what we love doing.
0: In terms of the game today, talk us through kind of the, the plan because you never really looked like you were in much danger, a battled in, in parts but but you just seem to have the firepower all over the pitch.
3: No, look, Fianna are a very young team. Like I think Donald's are all his players, so like it was going to be an uphill battle for them. Like they got the goal, and we just settled ourselves down. Like when we got the goal, they kind of panicked a bit, and they did look a bit under pressure. So it'll come with age. Like they will get, they will get a lot stronger. Them young lads, so they will be around in a few years.
0: In terms of the the county final you have two weeks now to prepare for, uh, I suppose the showpiece of the, the year here in club football. Any thoughts going into that? Do you do you matter? Who, does it really matter to you who it's against? I know the big semi final tomorrow.
3: No, no, both teams are Both teams are in a county semi-final for a reason. They're both serious outfits, so whether it's Manor or Carrick, we have to put our heads down and train hard for two weeks.
0: Defeat on the opening day of the season, it's been all wins since. Is it nice to get that bit of momentum? And I suppose uh, the, the nature of the wins as well, a big win against Alan Gales in the quarterfinals. a decent win here on the scoreboard today. County final, will it be a bit tighter than today?
3: Oh, yeah, look, county final is a county final, whether you're playing a team... That you think you're way better it's so intense on the day, everything crowds, lads get nervous, different lads don't perform, so it's it's down to the wire in a county final day, no matter what the teams are.
0: In terms of that game, how do you expect it to go? Who do you expect to win the semi final tomorrow? Or are you going to ask it to put your head on the block?
3: No, I haven't no a notion. I know both players and both
0: teams, and it's going to go either way. Keith, well done today, and congratulations on reaching another county final. Cheers, Brett. Thanks very much. Liam Keenan, congratulations. Uh, Inter county final, you must be chuffed for that
4: absolutely over the moon yeah Uh, couldn't be happier now to be honest with you just came here whatever it took this evening to try and get over the line and uh, for the team to play particularly well at periods in that game it's it's very very satisfying to be honest with you
0: you're the man of the moment because I suppose you've been we have to move indoors because of the darkness outside it's getting very dark very early these days as we head into the autumn but in terms of yourself you're not feeling much dark I'd say this evening walking on air no,
4: absolutely delighted. I mean, what a difference a year makes, as I was saying to you. Um, last year, we were hugely disappointed when we went out at the semi-final stage. We felt that uh, as a group that we probably didn't do enough to advance. And uh, I suppose we knuckled down and we were able to get something out of the year and win in the league last year. And we set out our stall very early this year to have a crack at trying to win the Leitrim Senior Football Championship. And um, COVID, like everything major disruption on that but to be back playing football and the effort and the commitment that the boys have shown since we've come back after the lockdown or whatever has been fantastic and I think it's just reward today for all their efforts.
0: There's, some, uh, there's not non lot of distractions for anybody else living in the county at the moment it's really just all been about football for the last six or seven weeks is that a help to someone in your position when you've got full attendance or more or less full attendance at every training session does it make it easier to get that team together? Yeah, well, I think countrywide that has been the the norm where
4: clubs have benefited maybe from lads not heading away on J1s or going abroad or or for different reasons. A lot of lads are at home now, as we know, and having everyone uh, uh, back, uh, having everyone available to us makes a huge difference. And uh, as I said to you, uh, from the very uh, first night we got back after the lockdown, the effort has been fantastic. And uh, I think today we got our just rewards. We're absolutely delighted to be um, in the final in two weeks' time.
0: There was a big margin of victory today on the scoreboard, at least. A good few points more than you might have expected coming into today's game. A fairly straightforward win in the, in the quarterfinals as well against Alan Gales. Are you maybe worried that that might, I suppose, cost you when it comes to that cut and thrust of a county final? No, not at all, because we're
4: very, very fortunate in Mohul to have a, a very, very, very strong panel of players. So every night at training, these guys are pushing one another. There's lads champing at the bit trying to get in. Keelan Canning started his first championship game today Um, unfortunately we lost Ronan Gallagher the last day so an opportunity for him so all the time there's opportunities for lads to get in but I'm not in the least bit concerned about that lad because these lads are pushing themselves all the time and that's what we want from them in training
0: Over the next two weeks preparing for a county final will it make a difference who you face if it's Manor Hamilton or Carrick in the final will you be approaching it in a different way?
4: No obviously like everybody else we're keen to find out who will be playing so we can get her house in order, but no, what we'll be doing now is going away over the next two weeks, back to training uh, Tuesday night and uh, setting out her own stall and getting her own house in order and look at the lads, along with the lads, along with myself and the management team, we're just really looking forward to the next two weeks this is, as any footballer or anyone involved in any team this is where you want to be, you want to have a crack on the big day and we're there now, so we're looking forward to that well done today, thanks very much
0: St. Mary's confirmed their passage to the final with a seven-point victory over Carr Manor Hamilton. And after the game, I spoke to both managers again, Dennis Connerton of St. Mary's and Sean Boylan of Carr Manor. But first, let's hear from the players involved. Jonathan Cassidy of St. Mary's, while last year's championship-winning captain, Conor Dolan, spoke to me after the game. Conor Dolan, it's a different situation this year than maybe 12 months ago when we were lifting the, the cup here at this point. Disappointed?
5: Yeah, extremely disappointed um, coming out of here today. Uh, we knew coming in it was going to be a tough battle. We definitely didn't underestimate this Carrick team. Um, they've turned it around superbly since the, the start of the year, and um, we knew we were going to have our hands full today. And, you know, hands down, we were beaten by a, a better side today and a, and a team that, that wanted it more. So, all I can say is well done to Carrick and uh, wish them the very best of luck in the final.
0: They almost seem to almost employ your own quarter-final tactics back against you today. They just, they just sat back, waited for you to attack and then just picked off any individual mistake. They just pounced on it and, and broke.
5: Yeah, I agree. They we were very well organised. and um, you know, Even at 8-2 down at half-time, there was a huge wind. I think it died a little bit, which, which wasn't in our favour. But as you said, um, no more than our own game management, maybe two weeks ago against No more. Uh, their game management was, was very good today and you know they were always that little bit ahead and I think the goal was the, the killer blow you know, we came back a little bit afterwards but you know, I think um, the goal for them really gave them that, that extra step ahead and for us we were always
0: chasing after that I suppose the levels you've set yourselves over the last few years anything less than winning the championship is a disappointing season but I suppose taking that aside what's your thoughts on how the year went for you?
5: Look, it was a very hard year, you know, for the boys coming in there. It was hard because with lockdown and everything, you know, there was a bit of a break. It wasn't the same, although we were training on our own a bit, you know. It's not the same when you're not training together as a group. Um, It took us a while to get going. We had a few injuries uh, at the start of the group. We got a few wins in the group, all right, but we had a poor loss to Melvin Gales. But I suppose what we were really aiming for then was the quarter final. We felt we were in a good place. Look at the the lads that we had. I, I couldn't ask more for them. Sean Boylan, Frosty, Sean Doherty. They've put in a huge amount of work all year. And, you know, we came here today well prepared. It wasn't that. But uh, just uh, as a group of players today, I I just don't think we, we, we deserve to win the game.
0: I know after last year's final, a few players kind of bid adieu to the squad. Anyone in the squad that might be, uh, or will you be looking to keep as many of these lads around as possible as a few lads, maybe reaching that age where they might be making decisions in the the next couple of weeks?
5: Yeah, I suppose, and that'll be down to them. But as you said, we'll be trying to keep everyone together, you know. We lost uh, James Lancey and and Pacquiao Martin this year, and they were a big loss for us. It gives young lads an opportunity, that's the only thing, to to step up, which many of them did this year, which was great, but... um, do you know, there's still lads there, no matter what age they are, um, they can still offer a lot to this squad. And if we can keep them around for next year, do you know, we'll give it a ra- another rattle next year again.
0: I don't think it'll be the last time we'll see Glencairn Manor at this level of the Championship in the, the coming w- years ahead. Connor Dolan, hard luck today. Uh, congratulations on an on a impressive season, an entertaining season. Uh, but uh, it ends here today, so unfortunately, from a Manor point, Manor point of view, thanks very much for chatting to me. Thanks very much, Raphne. Thank you. Jonathan Cassidy, summaries. Another county final, you must be delighted.
6: Oh, we're absolutely delighted, you know. It's, uh, it's hard to believe the minute that we're there, like. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's brilliant that we're there because, I suppose, we didn't know where we were going to be kind of at the start of the season. You know, we're just kind of new manager and everything, kind of, you know, taking it day by day. and It's just a brilliant feeling to be there now, so...
0: I know we spoke off the air a couple of weeks ago, maybe after that Mohill victory. We keep talking about it because it's such a pivotal point of your season. Yeah. That was a dark day for the club, and I suppose you really have come out over the last five or six weeks and you've, you've really painted a different picture of where the club is at.
6: Yeah, I know. Again, it was, it was a low point for us that day, so it was uh, the biggest thing that day for us. We, we gave up, so we did, you know, and uh, we just said to ourselves after that game that we'd never going give up again in the game and see where it takes us.
0: Obviously it's taking you the whole way to the county final now. Today's game though, Wiley campaigners manor have been there thereabouts for the last decade or so. It was very even coming into it, but it never looked it didn't actually look like an even game because you just seemed to have that extra gear whenever you needed it. Some of those young lads coming through, I know and you're looking at them maybe half your age. Yeah, at um least <laughs> age, yeah. at least half my age, yeah, I know. Um
6: I say Marhampton been there like since since I was since you know the last ten years at least. I every back we have them. They've come out on top more times than we have, but thankfully today we've come out on top. We knew it was going to be, you know, tough, like their seasoned team, like and they're they're really obvious for the air. So we knew coming into the game was going to be tough from the first into at the end of the game. Like,
0: in terms of the the makeup of that team, because it's a very young Carrick team on the whole. Um, you bring the average up yourself, James Lancy, James McGill, as a few others. But in terms of the the overall makeup of that team, the bulk of it now seems to have come from that minor winning team of last year and the year before. What's it like? It, at your vintage, let's be honest, you're in your yeah, late, late 30s. Say, that's all right to say, yeah. <laughs> uh, look at it, uh,
6: for me, I suppose, I'm not going to say my age, but I, I actually didn't think I'd be get the chance to play with these young lads that were coming through, because I, I did hear about them, you know, while they were coming through, and I thought, you know, I wouldn't be around to play with them, but since they've come in, they've actually drove the older lads on, more so have, just to, you know, it's a pleasure to play with them, so it is, you know, and to train with them, and they're pushing
0: us on every night of training, so they are. What's it like to be in that dressing room, though, with lads who are... Couple of decades younger than you.
6: Uh, look, it's, it's, it's one of the different. It's different times the, uh, we live in now, you know. And uh, yeah, we're, it feels like we're, we're a lot, our, our time is a little di- different to their time, so it is. But uh, it's it's good feeling in one way because uh, we feel young too, like being around the boys, because a bit of crack with them and all that, you know. And it's, uh, yeah, it's a good feeling, so it is.
0: Well, listen, congratulations today. Great game. Great to see you still ch- chipping away. And uh, and uh, best of luck in the county final in two weeks time. Thanks very much, Bradley. Thanks very much. Thank you. Sean Boylan, your thoughts after that defeat obviously
7: disappointed um i thought for the first 15 minutes we were very good i think we done a lot of right things um second quarter i thought we, i suppose made a few mistakes and give away a, bits, a few balls and i suppose carrie kennedy took over in that in that second quarter the first half and uh look, no complaints were beaten by a better team in the day
0: Talk us through the game because it was a bit of a slow start based on the the wind conditions. carried that wind in the first half they took advantage of it and held a six point lead at the at the interval. What was the thoughts going through your mind at that half way stage?
7: Um, look, there was a huge breeze was or uh, in, in the first half and look, if I talk again going come back to the first fifteen minutes, I thought we'd done a lot of right things then the first fifteen minutes of the first half, but um I suppose, look, they got I think of six points leading us, but we were confident at half time that we'd claw that back because these lads are well used to come, you know coming back from the dead. And I sp- look, we got two points straight away, brought it back to four, and then we conceded a soft goal, and uh, we just played catch up for the whole of that second half, I suppose. But uh, look, credit to our lads, like them died with their boots on, and did, had to have been doing that for this last 12, 15 years. And look, I can't, I can't say enough about them.
0: It's been a long gr- period of maybe a decade or 12 years as you mentioned with this group of players is there another championship campaign in, in this complete group
7: oh, look I suppose the older lads will go in and they'll have you know they'll reflect and look I can't say enough about them they've been huge servants for our club and, and uh, look I would love if they all come back because you need older fellas to I suppose bring on young fellas and uh Look, they'll make their own minds up, they're intelligent lads and some of them has, has gone to the well so so many times for this club and, and uh, look, whatever they decide to do, look, we we'll have to move on anyway and, and get the young fellas in, but uh look I can't say enough about them. They've been huge, huge ambassadors for our club and uh, I wish them all the best when whatever they decide to do.
0: In terms of obviously you have a dual role, you're also on the executive of the committee of the club as well. In terms of I suppose the feel good atmosphere around the county around the town should I say it's it's not going to feel great today but overall you've been at this semi-final or final or championship winning stage for so long your girls have now added to that as well in terms of the, the senior team and third se- final in a row coming up next week what is the secret in Manor about kind of how you get these teams to this level consistently year after year after year for such a long period of time uh,
7: look I think it's look it's a lot of, I know within the senior set up, it's, it's player driven and they take rep- responsibility themselves. And look, no matter who comes in and manages them, it's it's an easy job because you have no, I suppose you have no fires to put out or you have no issues to deal with. Like it's just uh, purely football based. And uh, look, them lads and look, we have a lot of great people behind the scenes in the club, um, putting in work day in day out. And uh, I suppose that's what makes our club successful. Is it's, it's like it's not about. I suppose the players are part of it, and management teams are only a very small part of it. But it's it's the general, you know, the people that selfless, selflessly give in their time and, and effort to you know to keep our club motoring on. And look, we'll continue to do that because it's it's a ethos that's set within the club. And look, long may it continue.
8: Sean, a hard luck today. Thanks for having a chat with us.
0: Thanks, definitely. Cheers, Dennis Connerton. Happy with that.
8: Delighted, Breffney, you know, absolutely delighted to get to the county final. Uh, It's just a very big performance by those young men, and uh, I believe, looking at them today, they deserved it, and we're delighted to be in it.
0: Yeah, the common conception seems to be that the uh, the best team won on the day, but you just seem to have that extra little bit of firepower and... Your midfielders really rose to the occasion. The two goals both coming from your midfielders and forward and a fantastic penalty from Paul Keeney as well.
8: Yeah, yeah the, the two midfielders, you know, to put in big performances in the, in the second half today and that was important for us. You know, the water break came at the right time in the first half. We were struggling a little bit. You know, Glenn Carr were managing the game very well and after that water break, I think we kicked six unanswered points and that was a, a big period for us in the game just before the break because it would have been disappointing with the strong wind to go in level at half time or just a point ahead, so that those points were very valuable.
0: Now we've been chatting a good bit over this summer. I suppose we all reference a lot the the game with Mull back a few weeks ago, which was the turning point, a massive turning point for the season. It's really inspired you to kick on to a, a level that people probably didn't suspect you had.
8: Yeah well we've kicked on you know the, the players regrouped after that and I'm uh, um, always saying without good players you never win anything and those players have been outstanding they've won those games by themselves and that, that, you know my my influence is very 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 little you know and those players just have gone out and performed and that's what it's all about getting the best out of yourself because these moments in time are very, very short. Really short. You don't, they don't come around that often. So when they come around, they're precious. You must really embrace them and take them on and really give it everything you have.
0: There's an old saying in sport that you don't win anything with kids, but that's a very, very young side. For the most part, there's a couple of old stop timers there, but the, there's a very young demographic in that dressing room that you have. What's it like to work with a, a group so young and so inexperienced and watch them develop into really title challengers now.
8: Yeah, well they're coming from a, a very successful underage system which has, you know, serious work has gone on in St Mary's and uh, you know they, they're used to winning and that winning mentality is with them but it's very difficult, the big step up in football is from minor or under 20 as far as senior because you have some outstanding footballers as a senior, you have a lot of senior to county players you're coming up against you have, there's a lot of experience there's a lot of uh, really truly great footballers playing so that Step up is huge for them, but they've worked very well. You know, there's great experience in the team as well. Some of those older guys are—they're just um, making a bit of a laugh at time. It's, you know, the, the way they're playing, you wouldn't think that they're in their thirties at all. They're playing so well for us. You know, you're looking at James Glancy, you're looking at Jonathan Cassidy, you're looking at these guys. They're just uh, like they You think they ever come from the under 8 system as well? And the manner in which they're playing.
0: Of course, your backroom team, yourself, Anthony Conway and Fergal Reynolds, they've both been there as players. They've both won this competition on the field for this club. Is it important to have people with that kind of reputation from around the club involved with you when you've come in from outside the club?
8: Yeah, the, the, the two guys, are, along with their great experience and great knowledge of the players, they're very, they're very intelligent men to be working with. And The amount of work to do away from the, the matches is huge. It's a massive amount of work. Anthony works so well with the goalkeepers. Like he's a goalkeeping coach, and Fergal is—he's uh, on my—he's he's on my, my right right side the whole time uh, through through all storms and everything else that happened in football matches and in football pitches in the preparation leading up to it. But they are a they're great great help to us and uh, you know I have so many guys in the backroom team helping out it's great to have them because you wouldn't survive in the modern game without so much help you know it's not no longer is it a a job for one person you're just all I am here is the figurehead of this you know then those guys are are the guys that are doing an awful lot of the work.
0: You mentioned the word storms and towards the end of that game there was a bit of a storm in a teacup uh, just on a free kick late, late defending a free kick late in the game and I suppose from a manager's point of view you're looking at that you can't get involved you can't really make much of an impact in it but do you get frustrated watching your players maybe getting involved in that sort of stuff needlessly when you're comfortably ahead last minute of a game and potentially pick up a suspension for a county final?
8: Yeah, well, they're always hoping that they wouldn't be foolish enough to do that. You know, it's, they're young people and, uh, you know, it's not a game of perfect and uh, perfection, in my in my estimation, doesn't exist. But I thought they handled it quite well. There was a lot of frustration, you know, from from Manor and Manor Hamilton. They're just getting a little bit frustrated themselves and that, those things happen on a football field. But I didn't think there was too much to it, really. You know, the, it was fine. The referee, Michael McGarry, I think he did an excellent job in the game and he's a top-class referee and, he, you know... You come to Leitrim and you're looking at Leitrim club football and you're saying to yourself you know this place is, the football this year in this championship it has been so well run it's been a credit to everybody involved with it and uh, I thought the management of that game today with the umpires, linesman, and uh, Michael I thought it was just top class today and uh, yeah, our little, little lads they might have been getting a little bit excited near the end but you know, that's football.
0: 25 years ago on this ground you brought an Ali team to the championship final, what's changed about club football in Leitrim in the last 25 years?
8: Yeah, well, we'll go back 19 I know, <laughs> and year 2001. In that year, uh, it, it's well football. What I had with Alan Gaze, I had an awful lot more experience at the time. Uh, football hasn't changed dramatically. It's uh, probably teams are a little bit more defence. Defensive than what the woods would have been, but they must remember that time. You know, you had uh, Armagh coming to the fore, and a lot of stuff that we get, and a lot of the the, the way manner in which football is played has come from a Northern a Northern influence, Northern Ireland influence. But. Um, it has changed from that aspect. Players are now much fitter than what they once would have been. They look after themselves better. They have an awful lot of, uh, an awful lot of help in backroom teams, nutritionists, uh, strength and conditioning trainers. All of those things add to better performance and better, better speed of play. And I think it's a very good game at the moment. You know, It doesn't need that much change. Uh, there's some aspects of the game you still wouldn't be crazy about, but uh, in general it's a very good game
0: finally Mohul again in two weeks time we spoke about them already in this interview but what do you do to approach that game having already played them and the manner of the game a couple of weeks ago
8: well we we, we hope that we play a, a damn sight better than what we played the last time you know I thought we were quite good in the first half we got a very poor start in that game but we came back into it well but in the second half we just didn't play we got the initial first score the second half and after that we stopped playing so we will have to come out and play you know it's lockdown it's lockdown the year and Covid year this year so you just want to make sure that people have a good county final to look at we want to perform to the best of our ability and make it a good county final we don't want uh, Mothal blowing us off the park in the manner in which they did you know only a few a few metres from here you know in our own home pitch to just Blew us apart, and it was an embarrassing day for us all. These players regrouped after that. They had to, you know, and, and just, they, they've really come to the fore. Some of the performances by them have been brilliant, and uh, you just hope that there's one big hour left in us now.
0: So well done today, and the best of luck in two weeks' time. Thanks,
8: Milan Breathney. Thank you.
0: The Ladies Senior Championship semi finals also completed this weekend, and after Balnamore booked their place occasionally enough booked their place in the county final uh, I spoke to Conor Hart and Katie Degnan of the Battle on the Moorside while Sinead Tye of Kiltobur talked about her pride at their performance in that semi-final Sinead Tye, uh, tough game today
9: yeah a really tough game um, yeah conditions were there was wind rain everything everything um, and just a really tough battle from start to finish um, I suppose we, we fought hard um, we just came up up short. Yeah, we are kind of happier with our performance today. We were very disappointed after the, the last day against Ballinamore, so we knew we had a point to prove coming out. And uh, for playing them, they're an excellent side, and you know they've really lit the championship up this year. So, um, the final will be be an interesting, interesting game.
0: The wind played a huge factor in that second half because ten points down at the break, but you really rallied well and you had it down to one score at one stage.
9: Uh, yeah, wind was a big factor. You know, it was difficult to, to get our kickouts and stuff out in the first half, so. You know, we kind of knew we'd have, have that advantage in the second half um, and yeah it was definitely a, a big help I suppose you could get a lot more distance and stuff on your kickouts um, but yeah unfortunately I suppose it just wasn't, wasn't enough but yeah
0: In terms of the performance you touched on there but you must be happy to have kind of put up such a good performance at this stage of the championship because I know you played them earlier in the year and it didn't quite go your way that day
9: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Look, it's it's been a really funny year. I suppose we we didn't know if we'd have any football at all. So um, I suppose that's always a, uh, you know, it's it's nice to to be be out and be playing. Um, Yeah, we we, we knew we had a point to prove coming back. We were hugely disappointed. Uh, We knew there was a lot more in us after the last day. So it was just a matter of trying to, you know, get that performance out there today. Um, You know, we started off quite well and and they came back at us in the second quarter. Um, But, you know, look, we never gave up. We kept going to the end. You know, we've been proud. Tradition in Kiltobert, we're trying to build all the time and trying to keep going all the time. So you know we'll we'll be there thereabouts all the time.
0: It's no hard luck today, but well done on a on a good performance and a good campaign.
9: Thanks a million and best of luck to, to Manor and to Ballinamore. It'll, it'll be a good final.
0: Katie Degnan, thoughts after that?
9: Yeah, we're absolutely delighted to come we away to win there.
10: Um, it was touch and go for a while. It probably made a good game to watch, but we're we're delighted just to to get the ball over the line in the end.
0: It was definitely one of the more competitive games of the Championship I suppose the goal at the very end at the death from McGovern put a bit of a gloss on it on the scoreboard but that really was touch and go there towards that last quarter of the game
10: Absolutely last quarter Kiltober kept on pushing and pushing I suppose the first five minutes of the game we were asleep uh, two goals went in and Kiltober got the one over on us and our game was to just keep keep going, keep settling, keep punching over a couple of points. But the wind made it extremely difficult there in the first half. Even we had the wind, but uh, I don't think we made use of it uh, as much as we should have. Uh, Kiltober definitely in the second half made use of that wind and they got those long balls in, um, and made definitely came at us.
0: In terms of I suppose the final now you have two weeks to prepare for a Manor team. You've played them already. You got the edge in that game. Uh, Finals are different animals, though. What's your your thoughts going into the the final in two weeks time? Oh, sorry, in one yeah, week's one time because the, the deferment yeah.
10: Um, I suppose we just prepare as normal, prepare as if it's any other game. It's our first club final in history, so um, we'll try and not get that, let that get to us. We have a couple of young girls on this team as well. That's the first, so we'll be looking for them to push on to. Um, as we train as normal, we we play our own game, but we go into the final knowing that anything could happen.
0: In terms of your own performance, you happy with the time?
10: Um, yeah, I suppose we could have pushed up a little bit more. I could have got gotten on the ball a bit more, but uh, look at as a, a team play. That this is it's exactly what we want. We want a team effort, and you know, individual performances uh, were brilliant uh, in the up in the forward line as well. Uh, it really uh, stood to us, I suppose. Um, and running through and kept going and that's what we really wanted to do with those 15 minutes we weren't sure what was going to happen but we just wanted to keep pushing on and pushing through and that's what we've done.
0: Listen, Well done today and congratulations on a first final for the club uh, the very best luck next week.
10: Thanks Bertie Thank you.
0: Conor Hart uh, not one for the faint hearted today uh, what your thoughts after that game? Uh,
11: relieved, um, it was a, a, a titanic battle between two really good teams and uh, conditions were, were tough but it really came down to you know, massive heart shown by both teams. We probably just came out on the right side in terms of taking a few more chances when we had the wind, um, but they started off really strong and put us under the cosh from the word go. So I thought our girls responded really well. There was nothing pretty about football, but it was
0: a real dogged affair and um, just delighted to come out on the right side of it. Now we bumped into each other casually during the week, and I, like most commentators in the sport, probably wrote off Kiltobert's chances of actually competing today, unfairly, as it turns out. Uh, you weren't so uh, quick to do that, even in private, and it played out today. They really did show up today and put it up to you. Ah, look, Kiltobert are, are,
11: have a massive um, heritage of, of winning uh, titles, and our girls, even after the day we played them, knew, and they even said it afterwards, that Several of their key players played well below par that day, so we were under no illusions that they were going to give it everything today. And the thing is, you know, in a, in a knockout game, if you get a few chances going your way early on, it can really change the dynamic. So we had to dig very deep to win that, and uh, all credit to Kiltober, they put up a super performance.
0: In terms of the overall health of ladies football in the county, it's really good to see such competitive semi-finals with four teams really at that level. Now we talked about three earlier in the championship. You can definitely say after today's performances, four teams at that level in the championship. How good is that for the overall health of the sport in the county? Sure, it has to be. It has to be great because look, all clubs are bringing
11: through younger players as well, and there's a good range on all four teams there. And even like you know, I wouldn't uh, rule out the other two teams as well because. When we played St Francis in Dromshambo, even though the scoreline showed we, we, you know, we won it well, it was actually a really tough game uh, as well. So, um, and you know, St Bridges will be coming back into the into the fold again uh, in terms of getting uh, for next year. But no, look, at it, it's it's great. We set out to hopefully be competitive this year. We're in a final now. Um, it probably wasn't uh, our ambition maybe at the start of the year, but uh, we're delighted and we're weak to prepare.
0: Yeah, one week to prepare for biggest game in the club's history that's a, a bit of a challenge are you up for it?
11: Ah yeah look we've played a game pretty much
0: every single week uh,
11: so it's not It's not like that probably game was tougher than we <laughs> might have wanted but uh, in saying that look at a week it should be plenty um, look we're delighted to be in the final it's our first final as you say uh, so we're really looking forward to it now at this stage
0: In that second half this evening the momentum was building in favour of Kiltobard towards that last quarter and with the wind behind their backs it really did get, get up they get themselves up for the game but you really stuck to your task moved the ball well and when you got the opportunities towards the end uh, buried the ball in the back of the net to settle the game at the death
11: Yeah, I look at it was <laughs> probably nearly the last kick of the game and it was it, 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 gave us a, a bigger margin of victory than, than uh, we might have deserved but I thought today uh, our backs really stood up um, there was some really competitive exchanges uh, in, in our defence there and um, I thought particularly around the, the full back line they really played well running out with the ball and that um, and normally it's our forwards getting more of the credit uh, in previous games but I thought today now our defence we're, were outstanding
0: listen before the rain comes to join the wind I'm going to let you go well done today and best luck next weekend thank you very much in the intermediate semi-finals on Saturday afternoon Anna Duff and Allen played out a tight encounter in, in poor weather conditions given a bit of rain but mostly the wind and the conditions were just horrendous for football but and it did enough early on in the game to give themselves a lead that they managed to hold on to until the final whistle after the game i spoke to their manager carl foley and their sharpshooter sean martin while for carrie Allen, brian doyle and former county player gary reynolds spoke to us about their performance Gary Reynolds, tough day today, tough start, but you really grew into that game as it developed. How are you feeling?
12: Yeah, um just gutted now at the minute, Brephney. Uh, for the boys. Um, you know, we that's probably a little bit how we've been playing this year, you know, if you look at the first half and the second half. I thought we actually started very well, we held the ball very well until we gave away the first goal and it just knocked the stuffing out of us and we've quite a young team, so maybe the heads dropped a little bit maybe for ten or fifteen minutes, but we got the heads back into it, clipped on a few scores against a strong breeze before half time and we did feel even at 8 points down that we could cause a few problems directly after um, half time but yeah, just the first feeling we're just heartbroken now to be honest with you because we don't feel the first half is a true reflection of... of how good we are. You know.
0: In terms of the actual game, though, th- that quick fire three goals from you're just a killer for any team, but you did very well to rally yourselves and get back into that game.
12: Yeah, and we know that that's what Anna Duff do to you. Um, in the first game of the year this year, I think both teams were quite rusty. They only put one score, one goal by us, but last year we played them in Championship. I think it was probably one of the more high scoring games of the Championship. I think it was 318 to 117 or something. So we know they can score goals and we were probably a little bit naive after we conceded the first one. Uh, I know the first one was a bit of a mess up in the, in defence there, but uh, you know that's you're not going to get away with that. No matter how well we rallied in the second half, you cannot give away three goals in the first half, and that eventually was the was the killer. First at the end, we just ran out of legs at the end when we still had chances to probably bring it to extra time, but it just didn't happen for us, and it's it's heartbreaking. I wouldn't mind if you know one of the lads after was nearly saying you'd nearly rather be bet by you know five or six points than than the one at the end, but. That's life, and we have to live with what we've done, and just try and get a bit more consistent
0: with our with our 60 minutes. In terms of that second half performance, though, there seemed to be a bit of a pattern where Anna Duff would break probably make a handling error or pick the ball off the ground or a simple free kind of schoolboy error, and then you just go down and tack on a point. But you kept that scoreboard ticking over the whole way through, probably that 50 minutes when you forget about the first 10.
12: Yeah, and that's the problem. I mean, that was uh, you know you were saying about Anaduffa break, and we knew to do that. We knew to sit in tight when they got the three goals and try and run the game down, but we felt we put enough pressure on them and that's what wasn't happening in the first half when they broke in the first half we weren't putting enough pressure on the ball so they were able to play through us and get those goals in the second half when we did step up lads got the bit between their teeth we started turning over the ball and we knew we were capable of doing that we're just not doing it consistently for 60 minutes and that's the problem at the minute
0: You were a bit of a surprise package coming through that quarter final everyone expected Kieran to come through it based on the form in the championship so far um, today was kind of a free shot at a final disappointed or are you happy with the performance that you put in? Disappointed, yeah. yeah. The first feeling, anyway, for directly after the game, you'd be very
12: disappointed because, um, you know, I'm not obviously, (laughs) I'm not the oldest in the the playing in the championship, but I'm not. I'm 33. I'm still got a few maybe years in me, but these chances aren't going to come around too often. But I'm hoping that this might make lads realise in the village and in the team and around the town that we have a good enough football inside. It's just about getting consistency. I mean, we got a few lads... We we lost the first couple of group games, and I think everybody has written off. We got a few lads back in after COVID who maybe hadn't committed at the beginning. All of a sudden, we had a different shape to the team. And as you've seen there today for... 45-50 minutes of that game we're well able to play football it's just doing it and I can't stop mentioning it it's just doing it consistently but we've put an awful lot of work into it we've 5 or 6 young lads coming through from a very good minor team next year another 3 or 4 the year after so it's important that we create a culture for them and we're hoping that by us getting to the semi-final this year and maybe you know, maybe deserve the place in the final bar the 3 goals um, that might make them realise they're coming into a decent setup, and that's the way we can push on over the next 5 or 10 years hopefully
0: so has it been a good season for Carrie Gallen overall in terms of maybe what it can do and a foundation to build for the future? I think
12: without a pre-season it probably was. Um, you know, I'll not lie, and even chatting to a few of the Kiltobert lads, both of us teams probably looked at that end of the group game there in the last game of the Championship and probably thought that could come down to a shoot-down if we're being honest with each other. Um, we knew Gertletra, Drum and Anaduff and for a senior team in their own right anyway, but uh, Drum and Gertletra coming down from senior, we knew they were going to be hard teams to beat uh, again, we just need to start getting more consistent over 60 minutes and knowing when they shut up shop. Against from Kieran, they got the first score of the game, and we could have folded, but we shut up shop and kept the cam. After the first goal today, we probably should have done the same, but we were just a little bit naive at the back, probably.
0: Well, it's a hard look today, and the very best of luck to you. Uh, whatever the future might hold for you, I'm sure. you talk about not many days left, but there's plenty more, I'd say, in a, in a carry-gallon jersey for you.
12: Yeah, please, God, Breffney, and listen, if the young lads keep pushing the way we are, we'll have something to play for. So, disappointing at the moment and heartbreaking, but we'll try and push on and keep things going for next year.
0: Sean Magnabol, your thoughts after that?
12: Yeah, we were, we were lucky. Um, we made it very hard on ourselves. We
13: got off to a great start, but just took the foot off the pedal, I suppose, Um couldn't get get our scores when we were in front of the goals, and fair play to Kerry Gallen, they, they pushed us all the way. And it was another five minutes they could have, they easily snuck it like. But we're glad we got over the line, anyway.
0: In terms of the start, you mentioned there are three goals in the first probably seven or eight minutes. One of them from your own boot. A bit of a weird one for the first goal, though.
13: Yeah, well, we seen we seen um, Ind had tried uh, coming out the field before, and we, I heard someone roaring at me to leave him, but of course uh, I ran after him, but lucky enough we overturned it and uh, I seen Gavin shooting and I said God no but lucky enough it, it, it went in and it was unusual surely yeah.
0: In terms of the championship you came into the championship I suppose a few weeks ago now as the as one of the favourites to win this you kind of struggled to get past Borna Kula a bit of a s- slow start today very opposite game today you, you started well you dominated and then you kind of faded out of it towards the end what do you do ahead of a, a final in two weeks time?
13: Yeah it's it's um last couple of games we've got off to bad starts and suppose we finished strong and it's the complete opposite today I suppose but with the next two weeks now we'll have to work try and um, I suppose start off well and keep it going for the whole game for the whole 60 minutes instead of stopping and starting but we've lost to work on for the next two weeks to prepare for either Jumma here or Gartletra tomorrow.
0: In terms of where you watch the game tomorrow? You don't have too many options
13: probably at home in front of the fire I'd imagine now but um, no I'd say I'd say I'll, I'll watch it at home now and probably watch the senior game as well but that's, that's both all
0: the options you have really From a player's point of view what's it like watching those games on TV or even knowing that there's people at home sitting watching you playing the games rather than being here in the crowd
13: Yeah it's, it's 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 different Like you're, it's not too often you go to a game and um, no supporters at it it's um, it's a different, it's different, all right. But look at when, you, when you get your head in the game and you just put it the back of your mind, you just play what you have, and that's the way it is.
0: What do you take from today's game that maybe you didn't have uh, in your arsenal coming out of this? Like, what's what's the lessons you've picked up from today?
13: Yeah, I suppose when we when we when we get build a lead, just to keep ticking on the scoreboard. Um, like we, we faded out of there for large parts of the game, and fair play to Kerry Gallum, they they, they pushed us all the way, and look at we. have We've lost to work on. We'll no doubt the lads will, will find something for us to, to to work on. But we know ourselves what we have to
0: do. Congratulations today, Sean. Best luck in the county final. Cheers. Thank you. Brian Doyle, your thoughts after that game?
14: Oh, disappointment. Um, I suppose, it's a, but proud as well. Very proud. We had a, a three-minute spell in the first half where we just went awol, and um, um, just we got blitzed and we were kind of nervy then, chasing the game and doing, making silly mistakes or silly decisions on the ball but very proud of the lads for knuckling in and, and digging in the second half and, and uh, tremendous performance the second half and we very near pulled it off there towards the end but we didn't and that's just, um, we go home but we can hold our heads up.
0: A lot of teams would have probably just folded, completely capitulated conceding three goals so quick together like that two or three minutes as you said it was just an absolute blitz a lot of teams just crumble, but you held it together, and it was an impressive performance from there on in from your side. Oh, it
14: was, and I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm very proud of the lads, the character of the show. A lot of teams, as you say, would have, would have crumbled, and, and nine pints down, three goals like that would kill any team. But there's great spirit, great heart, and we've shown that. We had a, a bit of a rough start to the championship, all right, and uh, it took us a while to settle on a team, and, and lads grew into it as, as the Year went on, and we had a great victory in the last round. Um, we were up for it today. We knew we had nothing to lose. Um, I suppose any other sort of a start there today, if we could have even just conceded one, I'd have taken one of those goals. But not the three of them in three in three minutes, like you know. So, um, but it's a great character from the lads, all right. But still, at the end of the day, it's it, um, there's still two points in it, you know. And, and we don't move on to the final. That's what we came here to do, and and we didn't do it. And that's just the name of the game.
0: In terms of the the different individual performances out there, some great performances from some individuals. And Alliance is hot and cold. A bit of a mess up. We won't talk about the first goal. It's worth yeah, watching back it, on yeah. the stream. <laughs> but he did. Uh, Pull up, redeem himself somewhat with a penalty save that yeah, put yeah. the the momentum back in your court in the last 15 minutes of the match.
14: Yeah, there was some there was some little errors, a few hand passes. You know, I thought some of our defending was excellent and some of it was a little bit sloppy. Or else the referee pinged us a couple of times there for overs tackling, but. um do you know that's just uh, that's championship football. You know, and and that's semi-final championship football. And that's it's been a while since we were here in this position. It's been a while since we were competing to get into a final, um, and we've done it. I think uh, we did ourselves and our our parish proud this year.
0: Pat McCann seems like a, a nice find there on the wing, a wing, wing forward for you. He popped up a couple of times, won the penalty, but look lively. Always an outlet there for your defenders. Yeah,
14: Pat's, Pat's a good hardy young fellow, and he's a, he's an honest young lad, and uh, that's all you ask from anybody to, to be honest when they're out there on the field and to put in a shift. And Pat will always do that. So you know he got some hard knocks as you have seen there, but he still got up and, and uh, kept going and right to the very end.
0: It's hard luck today. Thanks for chatting to us.
15: Thanks very much. Best of luck, turned it off. In the- final.
0: Carl Foley, your thoughts after that?
15: Oh yeah um, exhausted after that, so many emotions Um look the main thing is we're, we're in the final now and we, we can look forward to that in two weeks time but um, certainly uh, a lot to think about um, in terms of composure and in terms of you know not letting panic set in and I, th- I think a little bit of panic did set in and our boys lost their way there in, in, in the second half but we, we, we had built up such a good score after such a, a quick period of time at the start, and and um, I was just encouraging them to try and push on. But I think there was a period there of maybe 15 or 20 minutes where we didn't get a score, and when that happens in a game, I don't know is is it is it doubt or is it a little bit of 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 uh, you know just wanting to get the next score on the board to be able to drive on, and and that took a lot long time to come. But in fairness to them, the 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 dug deep after Carrie Gallen got them two goals and. Um, Owen had the composure at the end to get the the, the final score for us, which, which which was the one that got us over the line. So, overall, you said to me before the game that you know we, we'd win by two points and we'd be in a county final. I'd snap your hand off. It was
0: very similar in some respects to your quarter final, but roles reversed because Bornakula had a fire uh, really quick start in that game, scored two really quick goals. You found yourself with that advantage today, and you didn't really
15: handle it well. What what do you think that comes down to? um yeah it's a good question it, it it certainly comes down to the fact that we uh, every championship game we played this year we've had to come from behind and bar the uh, drum hair game where they they give us a right good beating alone in in, in of hair, um we've had to crawl ourselves or crawl back into games and and, and you know get back into it and which we have done you know um in fairness during the week I've been talking to the lads I've been saying we're going to need goals and we're going to need one or two to get over the line today I wasn't expecting three in in the space of five minutes and um, I, I think it's just a lot down to that that we had such a good start made and it was very hard to 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 hold on to that or to try and progress that lead and you know credit to to Carrie Gallen. they they came out all guns blazing in the second half and and you know they they had their chances too to to uh, to, to come back and possibly level the game and uh, it a totally different uh, atmosphere in the end than the you know
0: in terms of the game, the momentum shifted so often at different stages. That penalty save from Endalions. There was a bit of suspicion about how far he was off his line before the ball was struck.
15: I think he was nearly out towards the 45 before <laughs> before Alan had taken that. Um, but yeah, look, at, um, you know, I, I, I thought we we sh- we we you know we showed a lot of good forward momentum. Um, only that we 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 were just lacking that little bit of composure in front of goal, and that's something for us to work on. Um, but had we have got that second penalty. I think we, we, we'd we have got over the line and maybe with a few points to spare um, overall look at you're not totally happy with the full performance but you can you know you've a lot of work to or a lot, lot of stuff to work on there and um we're delighted to be to be in this position in our know, two finals in the space of three years. We we, 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 we worked so hard to, to get to this position and it it's a shootout now between Gartletra or Drame tomorrow and uh, uh we've played them both. We we've we, we a good idea you know what they're like they'll have a good idea of what what we're like too but um, no looking forward to it and hopefully uh, we'll be ready for them in two weeks time
0: finally before I let you go just the the pattern of the the last 15 minutes seemed to be you'd break but make a really basic hand in there give a free away and they'd come down and score and it just it just that momentum just kept dropping away from you what do you do to work on that over the next two weeks or is it something that you're overly concerned about
15: um, yeah, look at at least we've had the experience of, of that today and at least we've seen that happening and you know, it, it's a case of just sitting them down and, and showing them their, their errors and showing showing what we we've, we've we've done right and showing what we what we can improve on. Um I thought we did a lot of stuff right there. Um but I, 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 I just think that, you know, when it came to the final final third, um to get nine scores in in, in a final is not good enough. It's not going to be good enough in in, in a final, um, and and we'll be certainly working towards that. But uh, I mean, it was a totally different game to the game that we'd experienced two weeks ago with, with Bornekula, and you know maybe 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 it's it's a good stick to to put ourselves in the back, which over the next couple of weeks and in terms of how to uh, rectify our mistakes and what we've done wrong, and um, at least we know now uh, the next two weeks training what we need to improve on. Well done today and best luck in two weeks time. Thanks, Bert. Cheers.
0: On Sunday afternoon in the intermediate semi-final that went to extra time after an entertaining draw, Gortletra had just too much firepower in the extra two periods of ten minutes for extra time and they ran out with a ten point victory over here After the game, I spoke to Francie Flynn and Paul McGuire, their manager, but first of all, Pauric Clancy, the manager of Drumahair, and a battle-weary and, and bloody Keane Clinton, who played the entire 80 minutes, having sustained a fairly vicious head injury in the warm-up to the game. So you can see the the head injury on our video on YouTube. If you want to go over to Leitrim Daily on YouTube and and let check out Keane's interview there, you'll see he shows us the side of his head, and it's pretty nasty. Uh, I wouldn't like to have to walk around in it never mind playing a competitive intermediate semi-final with uh, that wound on the back of my head for 80 minutes fair play to Kean, but I, unfortunately it wasn't to be on the day although his goal did force extra time in the original 60 minutes of play Kean clinton uh, tough game today extra time defeat uh, what's the thoughts afterwards
16: um oh, obviously bitterly disappointed um I suppose game of two halves with the win there we had a good we were had a good lead at half time and um they, to be fair to Gore-Lettra, they clipped away the whole way through the second half. Probably had our chances to win the game as well. Um but look that's that's the way it goes. Obviously very disappointed now. In terms of the game, fairly physical battle, you took a few heavy hits. Yeah, yeah, it was physical out there. It's always gonna be with Garletra, like we uh, we had a good tough game the first day. We played them in the first day first round of the group stage, so we knew it was gonna to be tough and physical.
0: In terms of your own thing you seem to
16: take a bit of a knock. Can you show us the back of your head there? Hey, yeah, that actually happened in the warm-up. Um myself and James Morrison were down here at the front and we we're doing a kick and drill in the warm up and just clashed heads, so just a way to get a couple of stitches now. So have you played with that from the warm up? A lot of the lesser people might have just yeah. dropped out of the game. Oh well I suppose we'd lost Martin Feeney before the game as well, so we, we all needed to pull together there but look unfortunately it wasn't to be today, but we'll we'll learn from it and we'll we'll hopefully move on next year.
0: In terms of the season, obviously dropped out of the senior ranks last year. You've responded reasonably well, getting to a semi-final and bringing it the whole way to extra time against a very strong Gortletra side. What's your take on the season so far? I know it's very, very recently finished, but what's your th-
16: thoughts? Um, I suppose delighted that the season went ahead um, in the first place. It was it was sort of in doubt there for a while with the with the coronavirus and everything, but um, it all just came really ticking fast. I suppose running about eight or nine weeks since the whole thing began. It's been ran off really quickly, but look, it's. It's a uh, tough to end it like that today, but, uh, but again, we'll regroup and we'll, we'll, we'll come back together next year stronger.
0: Thoughts on that idea of, of keeping it that short for future? Do you like that idea or happier with a longer, spread out more season?
16: Um, I think it worked quite well given the circumstances. Obviously, we had no league games or anything like that, so if you throw in eight or nine league games on top of a quick championship like that, you're going to rack up injuries and things, but it worked well given the circumstances, so definitely something that could be looked at in the future.
0: Anything you feel you could maybe have improved on today that might have seen a different result at the end of 60 minutes? Yeah, I
16: suppose my own free-taking there at the end. Uh, missed one at the end to, to put us one up with, uh, with time up. So, look, that's disappointing. Um, I think we we, try, we relied too much on the win in the first half, maybe. We were, we were kicking ball in from 60 yards. It wasn't really on. Um, but, look, we're a very young side there. Um, we've only a couple of boys over the age of 28. So, look, we'll, we'll learn from our mistakes and we'll move on next year.
0: Speaking of freeze, you did nail a couple into that wind and it probably added about 20 yards to every kick. Um, in term, One of them nearly dropped vertically across the bar, just just about inched over. What's, how do you prepare for a free kick in a situation like that?
16: I suppose it's difficult. Um, we watched the games here yesterday and generally when there's a breeze in Park Sean, it's straight down the field. So we, in the, in terms of that, we kind of knew what to, what to come prepared for. we we done a bit of kicking during the week Um Against the wind, so but it's, it's difficult because you never know what way it's going to be is it going to be across the field or down the field? So you just kind of have to play it as you see it.
0: It's a hard look today, and I suppose enjoy the, the off season. We'll see if it will be a longer season next year.
16: Oh, hopefully, definitely. thanks a million.
0: Francie Flynn of Gortletra, you must be uh, delighted with the way that game panned out.
17: Uh, yeah, it was a dogfight really. Um, it was uh, two halves, I suppose. Well, I think we scored 113 in the second half at uh, Glasgow saying it was great stuff to watch I suppose I was kicked for fierce scores there in the second half then after the half time, or after full
0: time we had to, we had to drive on then. So there was a bit of controversy with the Drummer Hair goal late in the game to put it into that extra time as you mentioned but two periods of extra time they really only looked like one winner from about two or three minutes into that you scored a goal first play of the game of, of that extra time period and it was never really in doubt from there.
17: Yeah Jack drove through and he finished it lovely like It's very disheartening for a team when you're only coming after full-time. You're dead on your feet, you've 60 minutes
0: played, and then Jack buried that goal. In terms of this season, of course, you came down from senior last year. That would have hurt, stung a little bit, but you seem to have responded very well to that.
17: Ah, yeah. Last year, we played FINA here, and it was very disheartening. Uh, We we gathered ourselves and said we'd come out and fucking drive it on. Uh, There were three teams that went down, so it was either between Drumhair or one of the teams that came down, so it was tough.
0: Of course, now two weeks to a county final. A uh, bit of excitement building around Gortletter now ahead of that.
17: Ah, yeah, there'll be a few boys talking, all right. Um, uh, yeah, can't wait. Should look, have a few points, I suppose tonight. Enjoy yourselves, and then back back to it Tuesday, I suppose. Back tomorrow, get a bit of recovery in, and set again.
0: How do you approach uh, the next two weeks with Anaduff in mind in two weeks' time?
17: Uh, we played them over in Anaduff in the, one of the group games, and another dogfight. And us in Anaduff always always have a good dogfight. There's out, there's history there and be
0: looking forward to it now. In terms of your own performance, happy with today? Uh, f- slow
17: start, but got into it a bit then. Got a few breaks, but sure, look, breaks and fall your way. Any man was there, just as easy as me. So,
0: Well done today, and best luck in two weeks' time. Cheers, referee, thanks very much. Porek Clancy, your thoughts after that defeat? Disappointed.
18: Got it. But look, very proud of the lads. The, 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 very proud of the players, the way they battled and battled. And... The wind made a very difficult game. So it was going to be a game of two halves anyway, and I suppose we we, we, we done well in the first half with the wind, you know. But Gertlacht was just done a little bit better was in the second half. And once it went extra time, we the two goals turned for us, you know, uh, against us. But look, we're disappointed. Yeah.
0: In terms of the game, there's a lot of kind of maybe talking points around referees' decisions. One maybe to disallow a goal at one end, and then maybe to give you a goal at the other. but you could see arguments in both cases. What's your own thoughts on them?
18: Look. <laughs> When you're involved, like at the time, I thought Gary was very unfortunate to have it disallowed. The defender done very well; he came across and he, and he just hit him when he was about to shoot, and then he had to take another few steps, and by that he had overcarried. Keynes, you know, he he finished. A, it was a brilliant goal, but in fairness, I suppose look at sometimes things go fine and sometimes they don't go fine. And overall, the free wasn't bad. We can't blame the free.
0: In terms of extra time, though, it just didn't seem quite to to click for you.
18: It didn't, you know. and we we. we we were confident going into extra time we had come back from, from three points down with, with, with the late goal and you know we played against the wind an extra time and we thought look we, we, we play tight play cagey and then they get a goal from the throw in and then a goal goes in from a free I don't know if Colin McCran got a hand on it I felt Colin McCran had a big bear on the game when he came on he was very hard to handle and, and he won a lot of marks and he scored a lot of points from well out the field you know
0: In terms of the, the day the wind obviously the biggest factor probably on the day Would you have liked a crack at them maybe without that
18: wind? I'd say if you ask anyone involved in football the one thing they hate is wind. Um, I'd love to play in the rain or anything but wind makes it you know it it takes it makes it a game of two halves and look sometimes teams adopt better to the wind and playing against the wind you know I thought we'd done well enough in the second half just probably should have had a few more scores on the board but look fair player we have no qualms.
0: Where does this team go from here obviously it's the end of this season but uh, what do you do for aiming another tilt of that intermediate championship next year? Look, I suppose
18: tonight we, we, we spoke there after the game. Um, we, have, we have some very, very good young players and there's some good young players coming through. And I suppose, look, we'll regroup in a week's time. We have a junior semi-final next Sunday, so we'll, we'll regroup and we'll, we'll talk about it. And, and if the boys are prepared, to put in a savage effort this year. And it was a very funny year with, with training from January to March and then everything stopped. So, you know, it was the same for everyone. But, yeah, look, at uh, they have potential. There's no doubt about that. Like,
0: Listen, hard luck today, great performance, uh, just disappointing the way it finished up for you, but uh, congratulations on a fine season for drummer here. No problem, thanks a lot, yeah,
18: the, the, the lads can be proud of themselves, and best of luck to Gortletter in the final.
0: Paul Maguire, Gortletter manager, you've got to be happy with that county final appearance in two weeks' time.
19: Ah yeah, we're delighted, um, brilliant, you know what I mean, delighted for the lads, dug deep in the, in the second half and in, in extra time, really stood up, you know what I mean, so really delighted
0: the wind of course played a big factor It's hell, even in interfering in our interview here but in terms of the wind it must have been a, a game of two halves in the first half Drumhair really took took to the, that game really early on and but you pegged them back in that second half and only for a late goal you probably would have sealed it in the 60 minutes you happy with the performance?
19: Yeah there's probably a couple of things we need to work on I mean probably fell asleep um, I think the drummer here number 12 he got through very handy there for, for that goal you know what I mean And um, but look at I can't fault our lads you think look at this, the, the, the second half there I think we scored one ten or one thirteen as in the second half to, to peg it back to a, to go ahead and then Jamir got the goal and look we really really showed bottle and and, and stayed in it for to get extra time you know.
0: In extra time, it only ever really looked like one team was going to win it once he st- stuck for the back of the net in the first couple of minutes. That was pretty much game over. Really, you kept that lead and you, and you built on it through the rest of the game.
19: Yeah, we kept the, we kept the lead and as I said to the lads in extra time, you know, it was important that we we be. Uh, we were very resilient, you know what I mean? And we wouldn't wouldn't lay down and you know, we knew drummer here would come as if they got the wind and um look we we, we were we were brilliant when we stuck tight and uh, we got our scores as well, you know, what I mean, so that
0: was the big thing. Two weeks time, we're back here against Anna Duff in the county semi or the county final at intermediate level. Uh, looking for an immediate return back to the senior ranks, is that on the cards for you? Yeah,
19: that was that's probably all it was on the cards for, for the lads in Garthletch. You know I mean, probably very disappointed last year they went down and the manner they went down and um Look, they were hurt, and it just shows you today, like you mean what it means, I'm trying to get back up to senior level.
0: How much do you know about Anna Duff?
19: You know, we played Anna Duff earlier on in the, in, the, in the group stages, and the best with two points. and Look, it's not going to be nothing easy but Anna Duff. You know I mean, they had to really dig deep yesterday against Carrie Gallen and and hold out for the win as well. You know, So um, it's going to be a tough game. Nothing easy about it.
0: Well, listen, well done today, and the very best luck to you in two weeks' time.
19: Cheers, roughly. Thanks very much.
0: And of course, we can't have the opening weekend of the Sligo Leitrim and District League without having some junior soccer on the show. And after the Gaelic game, I nabbed Thomas MacDonald to come and have a chat with me about their 2-all draw in the Super League on the opening day of the weekend. Here's what he had to say to me after the match: Thomas MacDonald, we're talking to you in the wake of the defeat in the semi-final of the. Leitrim Senior Football Championship but uh, this morning you were in a different role within the, the town's sporting structure and that was as manager of, of Manhampton Rangers, I better get that right uh, Manhampton Rangers this morning season started, 2 old draw uh, disappointed maybe not to get a win on the opening day?
20: Yeah, you always want to get a win but you know a draw was probably a fair result again uh, with, with lots of other commitments we didn't have our full strength team out but we've been trying the last few years, a few seasons, to bring through underage, and today we brought them through, and it, it showed today. We were playing against a, a very strong uh, strand side that had uh, have a strong panel with uh, young players coming
0: through as well, and uh, you know, two-two was probably a fair result. Talk to us about the game because obviously we didn't get to cover it live because of other clashes with the the semi-finals, the Gaelic here, but also the game the game was. live streamed on your Facebook page so people can go and watch it there if they want but tell us kind of how the game developed for you
20: Yeah the game, it was live streamed so again nobody was able to come in to watch it but they could get it on Facebook Our team started off there was a lot of changes from the cup final our back four were completely different, changes in midfield and changes up front so it was nearly a new team out but these lads have been on the panel and they came in today and you know they, they showed that they are able to nail down their place and a lot of them will will keep their positions and hopefully will push on.
0: In terms of the league campaign, obviously both your, your main rivals last year got off to win and starts 2-1 both games. Uh, are you worried about that yet or is that just kind of a, a distant uh, worry about that later on in the season? Yeah, look, today
20: was a busy day. I was going from one game to another and... Uh, you know, I'll be happy now when I get home, but uh, look, you want to get three points, especially at home. We were looking for three points, but we were 1-0 one down, 1-all. One we were 2-1 down, 2-all, and possibly could have snuck it, but again, I, I think a draw was probably a fair result. But yeah, look, at the end of the day, you, you do want the three points, and especially when the lads up the top of the table are, are getting three points already as well. In
0: terms of, I suppose, the your own situation over the next couple of weeks, is that kind of a relief maybe to have the Gaelic over or is just disappointment the, the situation in your head at the moment
20: yeah at the moment it's total disappointment you know um, you, you never want to be beaten or to lose and you know I was, I was praying that we'd do the business today and go through to a county final but Carrick were the better team on the day and deserve to go through so you know that's, that's that
0: disappointing day unfortunately for for Manor but uh, thank you so much for having chat with me after the the game this evening it can't be easy in the current state of mind after losing the, the county championship like that
20: yeah look it is difficult again losing today but again I'll take positives out of today looking at the team performance the young lads that came out for Manor Rangers again today were magnificent Right back, left back and the centre back, all under 18 lads. In the middle of the park we had under 18 lads and up front we had uh, an under 18 or an 18-year-old lad. And then the boys came off the bench, more young lads, and, and did the business and we, uh, we got a result there, you know. So happy days. Well, listen, thanks
0: for chatting with me. Best luck for the rest of the season. Thank you. And that, folks, is all we have time for today. A massive thank you to everyone who made themselves available, as always, to chat to us after the games, particularly the losing sides. It's never easy to open up and talk about defeats so raw and so close after the final whistle. So thank you so much to everybody who does continue to have a chat with us, and we wouldn't have a show without them. Uh, also to our sponsors today, which is the Pete's Sandwich Bar ...on Park Lane in Carrigan Shannon and uh, well worth checking out. If you're looking for a bit of nourishment in the Carrigan Shannon area, check them out. In terms of uh, the show, that is it from us. We'll be previewing the ladies' finals this weekend... ...and of course all those details still to be confirmed at the time of asking. But it's looking like there will be crowds allowed into games, which is good. And don't know the numbers exactly, but the games in Park Sean may be allowed to take up to 200 people. We'll have more information on that on the preview show on friday but for the moment there is a possibility of getting back into games ahead of the senior and intermediate and junior finals of both ladies and men's over the next two weeks but it does continue as always to depend on our own ability as a community to keep the virus at bay so please for everyone's benefit if you really want to go to games make sure you're doing everything you're supposed to be doing wear a face mask in public Uh, wash your hands and keep socially distant as much as humanely possible at all times and it will help us all continue to live life uh, some level of normality over the next few weeks anyway that's the show for today thank you very much to everybody and we will talk to you again on friday talk to you then.